Good evening, Tillian listeners, and welcome to another episode of This Week in Interview. Uh, it's Wednesday, September 21st, 2022. It's my sister's birthday. Happy birthday, sis. But I hope everybody is having a great day uh, and that your, your Monday, your Tuesday, Wednesday, let's say, is the hump of the week and that you are hitting your stride and going over the hump today uh, and, and going or continuing upwards to your weekend. If you are a regular listener to this weekend interview, welcome. It's a pleasure to have you. Uh, I, you know that it's the highlight of my week to spend the hour or so with you on this weekend interview where we discuss um, topics of interest, contemporary topics, but we bring it to you from a different perspective. Not what you would find by just clicking your mouse or your button on your remote. We, we try to bring you perspectives from folks who have experience, who have training, and who have achieved a certain level in their particular area of interest. And they come here, they have interesting conversations with me. I get to share them with you. That is one of the highlights of this program because it gets me to talk to folks who have accomplished so much that I am continuously honored and humbled by that privilege and by the privilege of being able to share them with you. If tonight is the first time that you, you list, you're joining us for this week in interview, I want to tell you welcome. I hope you like what you see. I hope you like what you hear. And so you too could be converted into a regular listener. Uh, I always invite you to share the link. Invite five people in your network to, to watch us or to listen to us. Those of you who are not uh, on Facebook, you can find us on tdntv.net, tdntv.net, so share that. If you're driving and therefore you cannot watch, you can listen at tdnradio.net. We're streaming live on Facebook, on, on TDN Radio Facebook page, on, on, on Tony Drago Facebook page um, this week in interview. So there are a number of ways you can join us also our YouTube channel and Twitter and all of that. Uh, but, but just share, share the link, let people know that we are on and which means that there is an important conversation that is taking place. Tonight's conversation is about our rivers. Uh, in general, our waterways, because not everybody is from Dominica or St. Vincent, or one of the other islands who have rivers. Some of, the, some of you are from islands that have no rivers. As a matter of fact, one of my friends from, from Nevis um, texted me earlier and said, well, we have no rivers. I said, well, we can share one with you from Dominica. And, and I say that in jest, but it's also a reality that sooner or later, the Caribbean has to understand that Dominica has a surplus of water uh, while there are some of the neighbors who have a deficit of water and because we have to figure out ways to equalize that where some of Dominica water can be made accessible to folks who don't live in Dominica and therefore we can have that that relationship um, deepened and enhanced. So that's our topic for today on Sunday the 25th of September is World Rivers Day and we are celebrating Dominica's rivers. The theme of this year's World Rivers Day is the community ownership of our waterways. So how do you, who is from 
Layu, how do you take ownership of your river? That's you know, and what does that mean to take ownership of the river? That's that's what we're going to discuss tonight. But I have I have three guests, Dr. Camille David, who is a water catchment and marine specialist. Uh, he is going to bring so much information and technical knowledge to us. I am anxious and, and eagerly waiting um, to, to have him on. Uh, I have a conversation with him. Um, Father Franklin Coffey, if you're from Dominica, you know he's referred to as the guardian of the rivers. He is from the group WAVE and uh, for three hours as well. He's going to talk to us about his work that he's been doing for a number of years um, around bringing awareness to, to what's happening of our rivers and to educating us into how we can take care of the rivers as people, as individuals, as a community. Also, we will have Mr. William McLawrence from the Grand Villa Development Committee. And specifically, he's there as an example of a community organization and an individual um, whose community, the jurisdiction of his community includes one of our major rivers, one of our major waterways and, and how the Granvillia Development Committee is handling that responsibility of having to take care and to steward one of the major waterways in Dominica. We also had on schedule somebody from the Wasco, but I guess with all of the emergencies that have been going on around the, the weather event, um, they, 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 they begged our, our, our pardon, let's say, because they regrettably will not be able to join us tonight. So I have a very exciting um, conversation on tap for us tonight. Uh, um, we're going to take a quick break. Um, we're going to listen to some incidental music. Incidental meaning that's music that is pertinent to the discussion that we're having. And when we come back, we're going to be joined by Dr. Dr. Camille David, Father Franklin Coffey, and Mr. William McLawrence. So stay tuned and we will be right back. Where's the river going? Where's the river going? Where's the river going? I don't know. I used to swim in the river. I used to fish in the river. Cook with my friends by the river. The river was my life. I used to play by the river. Kiss a girl down by the river. Now I gotta go way up the river in order to take it back. Tell me where's the river going? Where's the river going? Where's the river going? I don't know. Now I see black oil in the river, guys fixing cars by the river, factories and homes by the river. The river don't like that. 
Don't go cutting trees by the river. Don't go dumping waste in the river. We've got to preserve the rivers. The rivers make America. Tell me where's the river going? Where's the river going? Where's the river going? I don't know. River B. River wide, river low, oh, 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 river dry. Climate change is running the river every time it rains on the river. So when you build, stay up the river, the river flows everywhere. Thank God for many rivers, we are blessed and I'm a believer that if we take care of our rivers, for our children it will be there. But where's the river going? Where's the river going? Where's the river going? I don't know. River B, River Y, River Low, River Dry. listeners that was a beautiful song by dominican cowboy julian riviere he raised so many pertinent points in there in his song entitled where is the river going uh, where is the river going that's that's a question that we want to evoke in the mind and the hearts of all the listeners that we have on with us tonight where where would you like to see our river going um Julian referred to so many things, cutting down of trees, dumping of waste, building of factories and houses right on the river bank. And he says the river don't like that. And, and I think that that is a very apt song um, that is going to remind us of our responsibility for the stewardship of the river. And we're speaking particularly to the folks in Dominica. Um, you may be listening to us on RVR Jams, channel 59, DigiPlay channel 59. But wherever you're listening to us, um, whether you, you live close to a river or not, even if you live in a place like New York City, you, you have a responsibility because you know that eventually almost everything that you just throw out ends up in the river, especially in Dominica. The rain comes, the wind blows it, it gets into a, a major drain or waterway, um, Rain falls, it carries it into the river, the river carries it into the ocean, it affects the marine life and so on. And so tonight, um, this is particularly 
um, relevant to what we're talking about. Uh, we have three guests that's joining us tonight. I see two of them on so far, Dr. Camille David and Mr. William McLawrence. And our conversation tonight is in commemoration of World Rivers Day, which is recognized on the 25th of September, 2022. Is, I think is the last Sunday in September every year. So we're, we're going to go to, the, to our guests. I'm going to go to Dr. Camille David. Uh, I want you to give a brief introduction to yourself. It's the first time that you are on this weekend interview, so a very warm welcome to you. Um, give a brief background of who you are and your, 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 your relationship with the water, with rivers, with, with the marine environment. Um, welcome to this weekend interview, Dr. David. Are you muted? Uh, one second. I can hear you now. Yeah, can you hear me? Yes. All right. So I'm saying good evening to you and good evening to your guests. I'm quite honored to be part of that um, discussion. I think is very, very relevant. And I could not think of a better way to start and introduce the topic with the song that you, um, you played, um, highlighting some of the uh, major issues affecting uh, rivers and um, our marine environment. Um, so for those who um, do not know me, I'm Camille David. Um, I'm, I'm from Vegas, obviously. Um, and I was educated in the United States with um, a PhD in coastal system science um, with a focus on, uh, on coastal change processes and, and watershed and the interaction on all of these and how that impacts um, the nature ecosystems. So in addition to that, I also work on a number of watershed projects in Dominica and in the other islands, currently employed with uh, the German International Cooperation. Uh, and we work with um, a number of islands focusing on, on the marine space and the interconnections between uh, the watersheds and the marine space and to really empower local communities to take ownership, management responsibilities of, of these critical national resources in a way that we can ensure that future generations will continue to benefit and to reap the same levels of, of benefit that we do today um, in time to come. So I'm very, very honored um, to share whatever knowledge that I have on how we can improve our management of, of these vital national resources. So thank you, and I'm really looking forward to a very fruitful discussion. Yeah, certainly, uh, David, thanks, thank, uh, thanks for that. Uh, you know, you, you touched on something that is so important that brings into focus exactly what we're talking about, that we inherited a certain amount of benefits of the river from our parents or their grandparents. And therefore we have a responsibility to leave it in even a better condition so that our children, our grandchildren, future generations can have that same privilege of enjoying um, the river that that we that 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 was handed down to us, um, Mr. William William McLawrence. Good evening, sir. It's a it's a pleasure to have you on this weekend interview. You are here tonight representing the Glanvillia um, Development Committee, uh, and uh, very very timely, very apt because we are talking about community interaction, community ownership of our waterways, of our rivers and what that, what that 
entails in terms of responsibilities, in terms of privileges, in terms of benefits. So, so uh, you also, uh, it's the first time that I'm having you on this weekend interview. So I want a very special and warm welcome to you uh, to this weekend interview. Are you muted as well? There we go. There you I go. think, and can you hear me? Okay. Yes, I hear you. Now. Well, um, you've already introduced my name. I'm William McLaurin. I'm from Portsmouth. And I have been involved at the community level for a very long time now. I was a local councillor for about 15 years. Um, I am currently self-employed, working as um, a business consultant, providing support to the MSME sector and FDI sector. Um, I feel that um, I felt that my contribution to community development must go on, despite me no longer being in, 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 in local government council. And I felt that by supporting and by providing advice to the, to the community groups that would ask me or that would want me to get involved, you know, to, um, to do that. So I have been working with the Glenville Development Committee for the last two years, as well as with PEAS, the Post of Association for Yacht Services, and the Post of Indian River Tugger Association. I've been, well, the Indian River Tugger Association I've been working with for many years. I've been volunteering with them for many years. And um, the important thing about working with these groups is to enable them, to encourage them to take greater ownership of the resources within the community and William, um, shift, shift your right a little bit. I tilt your phone the other way. Here you go. You're centered now. And can you see me? Okay. I can see you now. Yes, and, um, sorry, sorry about this before. <laughs> I'm actually at a meeting, an emergency meeting we have, and I had to actually leave the meeting to come out to do the interview because I'm I on appreciate, the beach right I now. appreciate that very much. I appreciate yeah, that. I'm, very on the, I'm, I'm at the at the at the Pays office in on the on the Pebble Turtle Beach mm -hmm. right now. Yeah. So um. As I was saying that I, I think that um, it's important to enable, to empower, and to have to get groups, community groups, to take greater ownership of the resources within the communities. And um, the Indian River is, is one such resource, apart from it being a, a natural heritage um, product, is a very important tourism product as well for the community. I mean, a lot of these young people, young men in particular, um, the livelihoods depend on, 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 on the sustainability of the Indian River, um, Togites, yeah. So it's important um, for, for us to work with them to ensure that they understand the importance of um, environmental responsibility and the, and the, and the importance of, of protecting the resource for um, not just for themselves, but for visitors and for others as well in the community. Um, yeah, generally. Well, so thank you for that. I, I really appreciate the effort that you, you make to be able to share with us tonight, for sure. Um, I'm going to stay with you a, a bit. Uh, sure. And, and I want you to talk about just, just how, in your experience, working with the Ganvillia Development Committee, you say you're part of the Indian River Togai Association. You also do stuff with yachting. Um, the PACE, the Post of Association. PACE, or the POS, the acronym is um, for PACE is POS of Association of Yacht Services. Of Yacht Services, yes. Yeah. yeah, this association provides security for the yachts in Harbor and, and general yacht services, whatever yacht services that the yachties 
require when they um, when they when they are anchored at at Principles Bay. Oh, awesome! That's great. So, so yeah. in your in your in interaction, your experience with the interaction between the waterways and the community, uh, just talk about that that aspect of ownership, like the, the, the feeling, the perspective of ownership that these community groups um, experience as as they interact with the waterway. And I'll, I'll talk about your experience a bit with that. Well, I, first of all, I, I think it's because it's because the the stakeholders in, in question, the tour guides, mm -hmm. who are members of either Pace or Perga, and the the youth who are members of of, of, of the GDC or the Glanville Development Committee, recognizing that I mean, this resource in 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 our case, the Indian River and and the wetlands per se, are, um, are very important natural resources that needs to be protected. Um, and so therefore they, they, they believe that it's an opportunity for them to, to take greater ownership, to, to show a greater interest in, in, in the resource and to try to get the powers that be, try to get the landowners um, to, to come to terms with them and to work with them to ensure that, that this resource is protected and, 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 and is sustainable, not just for, for now, but for future generations. I mean, I, I don't know how best to, to, to say that, um, I think we are we are we are going places because even for this year we for this we tried doing World Rivers Day in 2021, but because of COVID-19 we were unable to to do anything except that we were able to get anything except that we were able to get um, Dr. Lennox Honitish to do a video into a video um, to make a statement on on behalf of of, of the um of the of of the of the Glenville Development Committee for World Rivers Day. This year, we said that we were going to focus on two things. Um, one, the cleaning of the river, which is done from time to time, and for tree planting, um, to do undertake some tree planting. Um, because one of the things that has happened over the years is that a number of the trees along the river have fallen um, due to natural um, action, um, and as well as because of some of it is also because of, of, of the actions of, of, of people. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Okay. Some so, feedback from the media. So from yeah. so, so what, we, I'm say, what I'm hearing you say, um, Bill, is that Portsmouth is almost is in sort of like a unique position where you actually have the opportunity for a lot of income generating activity with the waterway of Portsmouth, which serves as a motivation for those stakeholders yes, to get well, involved in the health yes. and the, of the waterway. Yeah. I think so, um, people, uh -huh. the, 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 the youth and the members of the, um, and the tour guys who are members of the association, the tour association, that's Peace and Pudga, they recognize the importance of, and that's what, that's what we're actually, that's one of the things that we're actually discussing tonight. Right. Because, um, yeah, they, they recognize that, and so they, uh, taking action to to deal with um, Sunday's event um, or Sunday's activity. All right. So it's it's, it's 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 good that you guys are actually having a meeting. Let me go to um, Dr. Camel. Uh, from listening to, to to Bill and and pinpointing that 
Postmobiles are looking unique because they have the Indian River where they have tour guides and so on. But one second, before before I, I jump to you, Father Coffee, and somebody saying that Father Coffee is waiting for the link, but Father Coffee has the link. He, he was on and then he dropped off. So that says he has the link. I understand that he has trouble with his camera connecting. So what I would say is, Father Coffee, join us even if your camera doesn't connect. Um, what's important is what you what the audience will want to hear you say about your experience. So even though your camera is not connecting, if you can just connect us, connect to the link, um, and we will get your voice. That that works as well. So that works just as well. So uh, Sam in the background, I know if you can link up with Father Coffee to see what he's what, what challenges he's facing, and Father try to help him to. Um, to connect with us. And since I'm on there, I want to say good night to, to Margo, to Didi Easter, Julie Polida, Owen Prosper, you guys, uh, Roslyn Carbon. Thank you for, for listening. Um, folks, I, I, I only call the names of those who, who make a contribution because that's when your name pops up on my screen. Um, but as I, as I was saying, um, Dr. David, how do we then talk to the rest of Dominica, like Castle Bruce and Marigot and those places. It's not that they don't benefit from the river, but it's not as obvious and an everyday activity. Maybe the benefit they have is they turn on their tap and they get drinking water, but we tend to take that for granted. Um, how do we talk to, to the rest of Dominica uh, and, and, and let them recognize the importance of them taking ownership of of the water that's available within their community yeah i think that's a very good um start point in fact um i would like to build on what um bill said mm -hmm. um there are relationships that we must establish so right. for example in the case of portsmouth he's indicating that the, the there is some sort of socioeconomic benefit um with the waterways in that area and so if we, if we, if we scale that up at, on the national level, um, let, let's start with drinking water. When we have a, a bottle of, of, of water, it has gone through many, many processes before it actually ends up in that bottle. Natural processes and obviously the human um, aspects to it. And, and I think that is where a focus um, should be placed on, on, on building a national appreciation for these critical resources, because they are not always going to be there. The, the quantity and the quality of, of, of water is very, very important. In fact, globally, 3.4 million people die every year from waterborne diseases because of direct discharges from, from human industries, households into these water systems. So good quality water is really related to human health. And, and, and I cannot emphasize that more I, I mean if we don't protect um our natural resources if we don't protect our, our water courses um very soon um we're going to suffer a lot of uh waterborne related diseases and uh, a lower standard of, of of living so to speak so so i think the start point is to build a national appreciation to let people understand that these natural systems are very very critical and there, there there's connection between um, um the, the water and, and the marine space for example uh, water is a conduit um water coming from the mountain areas um will will bring with it a lot of dissolved substances runoffs 
agrochemicals um, and ultimately that can affect the health of the of the of the marine space um, that can contribute to uh, a loss of fish a loss of bioresources in the in the marine space consequently fishers will not be able to harvest the corals die because of impaired water quality so there is there is a lot of connections and we need to make this connectivity very very clear uh, so that we can motivate people motivate communities to take um, actions to, to really um, safeguard livelihoods but I think the start point is to get an understanding of how how water systems how watersheds function to protect these natural resources certainly and, and as we go along we will we will discuss a little bit more in terms of what what we mean by water catchment and all of those things. I see I see Father Coffee has has been able to join us. So uh, Father Coffee, good evening. Welcome to this speaking interview. Hi, good evening. How are you doing? I am doing well. I'm sorry about the little technical issues and he covered all is well now because you are yeah. with us. And um and, and, and what I want to to highlight is um Every, everyone in Dominica is very familiar with, with the work that you've been doing around rivers. And before you joined us, um, we, we heard from, from Mr. McLawrence in Portsmouth. Talk I, about heard him, various, I heard him. I heard yeah, his full statement. The various organizations and the relationship with the river. We, we heard Dr. David talking about the importance of it. And, and, and he made a point every year, 3.4 million people die from waterborne illnesses and diseases. Father Coffey, in your, in, in, in your time and your experience, working on that very thing, trying to build awareness for, for our rivers and trying to make people understand the importance of the rivers and the importance of treating them well, what, what are some of the challenges that you've, that you've encountered? Well, I, I was, was transferred to Trinidad and within two months, well, I got there in June, July, and within two months, we were able to organize World Rivers Day activity in 51 communities. And one of the programs they have is the Adopter River Program. So I brought the coordinator from Trinidad to come down for a week, and she was hosted by Rosalie Bay Resort. We brought the local government, almost everybody were there, but then that was it. And funding was available for the Adopter River program. In fact, we attempted to go to Grand to Indian River and uh, the response just wasn't happening along the Indian River. So that is why we moved to, to Layu. Okay, that was in 2007. So we move from Granvillia because of lack of cooperation from the people. And then, well, Layout thing is now history. Okay, they have adopted thing, but unfortunately, it's more noise, sand, and rum, you know, instead of focusing on river, but unfortunately. But they are bringing people together. They are raising the consciousness, and for me, that's what's important. You, you so, what, tell us, give us a little bit of details as to if we are to if, if a community adopts a river, what does that adoption look like? 
Well, the um, Rosalie Bay Resort is the only organization that have adopted, you know, the Rosalie Bay River. Basically, just say we take an area of the river and you make a contract. You say for six months, I will adopt the river, monitor it, the quality of the water, and so on. Or, for example, tomorrow in Layo, they will be doing cleaner mile. They're going to be, and they have invited local groups to join them. So it's just taking responsibility for a certain period. Okay, so we are hoping the program is either six months or a year. And by Canada to get people to take that responsibility in their community. So that's basically what it is about. So World Rivers Day is not just one day. You know, we're trying to tell people, you know, it's it's a lot. Well, semi-annual, at least six months, adopt the river, nurture it, and, and let it grow. Right. Bill, yeah, that's basically. Bill, um, really, I, I heard Dr. I heard Father Coffee talk about um the difficulty he's facing in, in getting traction in some of the communities to, including what well, he said he initially tried in your community. Maybe if he comes back now with all of these organized um, groups that you have, he may meet with more success. I don't know. But um, I work with Mr. Lawrence. Eh? We, uh -huh. work there. we attempted to do something and he will tell you, you know, it didn't get through. Well, we are at this same link I sent him and then we hook up with him. I also send it to all the members in his community that I have. Mm -hmm. And I haven't had any response from any yeah, one that. of them. Wow. So That's so, simple. so so but they didn't even acknowledge they receive that link for the program tonight. For the program. So that speaks volume, I think. Thank so, Mr. Lawrence is there. Mr. Lawrence is passionate about it. And he keep talking about Granville right. and all this group. Right. I'm not so, too sure how much support he really have from them. So let's go to him now. Um, is, oh, he dropped off. <laughs> I was going to go to him. He dropped off. Uh, Dr. David, I'll come to you until Bill comes back. Um, Father Coffee will give his experience in Trinidad. What is your experience? Do you have any good examples of where? folks have actually gone ahead and, um, and and taken that ownership that we speak of, of, of a waterway and what and what were the results in, in, well, in Dominica or in some of the other islands? Hello. Um, we've, been, we've, been, we've, been, we've, been, we've been getting um, caught off some, somehow. I know, I'm not sure why. One second, Dr. David. But we can hear, but we can hear you now. We can hear you now. Okay. So well, I, just, I, I just got caught off. I, I just um, signed back in because I keep, I, I keep getting caught off and so on. Right, so but Dr. Uh, Father, Father Coffey was commenting about mm -hmm. his attempts to get the community groups involved, and I, um, I know that he has been trying. Um, I'm not sure why the response has not been um, more positive. Um, it's always a challenge, you know, when you go to communities and try to get um, people involved in certain activities. You know, but um, I think consistent, consistently working with people probably um, would result in 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 in, a, in um, more um, in people getting more interested. Mm. You know, in a while, I mean, I was surprised when we got the kind of feedback that um, that we got for this year's 
um, activity. I mean, we, I was able to get, for example, the, um, the, the Glenville Development Committee has always been interested, but I don't think that they, um, I don't think that they have been able to, to get the interest of many people from within the community. But it's, 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 it's work in progress. And this year, um, I think that um, I see a lot more people are showing interest. Um, Pace and Hudga, they are direct beneficiaries of the Indian River. And they have always undertaken activities at the Indian River. Um, of activities and, and the like, you know? But, but, as well. but, but William, let me, let me ask you a question. Let me, let me ask you a question real quick. Um, when you say they're involved in activities, I know you have tours that go upstream of the Indian River. So how far upstream does those activities extend to? Well, up to the, up to the, um, the, the end of the tour, of, of the, of the tour, um, the tour route. Right. But, it, but it's not about, I'm not talking about just the tour activities. They've always, they've been involved in other activities at the Indian River, like the cleaning ups and um, maintenance of, 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 of the river trail. You know, they've always been right. involved, you know. Uh -huh. And when I, when I approached them, they were not sure that, that um, well, I'm not sure why they were not um, showing as much interest. I think at the time we approached them, it was at the height of COVID. And um, people really, I mean, people, a lot of people were kind of disappointed that, 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 COVID came and messed up their livelihoods, put it that mm -hmm. way, I, you know? But now that but, people are seeing that, that the COVID has, um, is, is that things are getting back to normal, I think people are beginning to show interest. Show interest. Let me, let, let me, let me yeah. jump right to Dr. David to, to, as, as a follow-up on that, because we're hearing um, Mr. McLaren talking about activities that's taking place within the the area where economic activity is happening. How do we translate that into those same people understanding that what happens upstream and in the catchment areas are going to impact what happens in the area where they, where they make their livelihood, which then would translate it and make it almost equivalent to the rest of, of Dominica where there may not be, there may not be tours to be guided up to Cassius River or Marigot or so on. But all, all the same, people need to be educated about preserving the river in its entirety, um, if it's catchment, waterway, the basin, and all that. How, how, how do you approach that, um, Dr. David? Well, well, yeah, I mean, I could relate some examples, maybe one or two. Sure. Uh -huh. um, so we, I worked regionally on, 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 on a, pro a project that we had, which we call the Caribbean Aquaterrestrial Solutions Project where we looked at watersheds and the interconnection with the marine space. And we had a very successful um, effort in Grenada in particular, where we, we had a reef um, guardian farmers. So all the farmers in the watershed, they were part of a group and they became the reef guardian farmers. In fact, we took them from the, from the mountain areas, brought them to the bay on a glass bottom boat, showed them the impact of their poor agricultural practices on the, on the marine life um, from erosion, agrochemical um, discharges, and all of that. And 
they got a, a very good impression of what their poor farming practices was contributing and the, the, to the impairment of, of, the, of the water, um, the river, and in the ocean. And I think that was a very, very successful approach in, 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 in allowing them to understand the connections between um, different kinds of human activities on the land and how that could um, uh, impact and impair um, ecosystem health and, and function. Well, how, how did that experience, did you see a change in the farming practices based on yeah, that? Yes, yeah, certainly, I'm, I'm coming to that. So, okay. so, so resulting from that exercise, um, there was a total different approach to, to, to farming in that specific watershed. So okay. the farmers were keen on adopting um, less agricultural agrochemical inputs into the production system. So that there was a switch more or less from from very intensive fertilizer agrochemical use to more organic practices. And consequently, over time, we saw an improvement in, in the water quality and improvement in the, in the marine life in, in the natural ecosystem. So I, I think learning from experience and exposing them to um, the, the impacts of, 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 of poor practices could be one way of motivating people, allowing them to, to better understand that these systems don't function uh, um, individually, but they are very, very interconnected. Um, and also, I think the best case example actually was when I was in the US. Um, we, we did a water quality program in southeastern Massachusetts. Um, I mean, water quality is tied to property value. Water quality is tied to uh, recreational use. And therefore, we, we would do a lot of water quality testing uh, and, and report that to the communities. And they were very, very um, energetic and very interested in, in, in what they can do to help improve water quality, which had direct consequence on the property value and, and, their, and their overall standard of living. So they were motivated by, 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 by the work that we were doing. And we, we, over time, we, we built a very good um, uh, dynamics between our, our research um, institution and, and the local communities. And I think that was very, very effective. In Dominica, um, I, I tried certain, certain approaches. For example, in, in the Sufre area, um, at one point, I think in 2018 or 17, um, the Sufria government school, we attempted to have it as a reef guardian school for the same purpose. Uh, that school would basically champion and educate the local community. We provide them with a number of different resources to really um, build a greater level of community awareness uh, to change hearts and minds and to really uh, mobilize the, the community to change their practices and how it affects uh, the marine space. Um, so, so, so I think it is a very slow process. I, I don't think we should be daunted by a lack of interest. I think it, it has to be a working progress. Uh, those of us who, who know better, I mean, we, we ought to have a responsibility to continue educating our fellow mm -hmm. Dominicans. Awesome. I, I like those experiences that you just, you just laid out. We're going to come back after a quick break. We have to take a word from our sponsors. Uh, listeners, if you're listening, we, we are commemorating the World Rivers Day, September 25th, which is on Sunday. Um, there are a number of activities that's going on around Dominica. Wave is, is having an activity. Um, we're having an activity in Portsmouth at the Indian River. Um, I know the folks at Hempstead are also, Hempstead also doing something at the Hempstead River. Um, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll continue the conversation. We follow coffee, Dr. David and Mr. William McLawrence of the Granvillea 
Development Committee. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Thank you. Presented by If you live in Canada, the U.S., and the U.K., and are looking for Dominica products including cocoa sticks, bay rum, coffee, soaps, crafts, and other popular Dominica items, then look no further. You can now shop on BuyDominicaOnline.com, a secure, easy-to-navigate website selling a wide variety of Dominica-made and Dominica-inspired products. When you shop on BuyDominicaOnline.com, you are helping to grow Dominica's economy. Go to BuyDominicaOnline.com and enjoy home away from home. People say I've got a great smile. Well, I have to say, this is all thanks to the professional team at Beacon Dental Group right here in Dorchester, Massachusetts. I've got world-class dental care. Beacon Dental Group has expert and caring staff dedicated to providing the most advanced and satisfactory treatment in all aspects of oral health. Their services are designed to meet your needs and give you a perfect smile, too. General checkups, cosmetic surgery, Gemini laser service, and advanced procedures, all in a state-of-the-art facility. Call or visit Beacon Dental Group today, 1026 Blue Hill Avenue, Dorchester, Massachusetts, or call 617-282-2146 for a smile that lights the world. Welcome back, listeners. We're speaking rivers, and if you're speaking rivers, you're definitely speaking Dominica. Dominica has an abundance of fresh, clean water. Um, I have some notes here from this gentleman called Mr. Alan Williams, who wrote the book Deluge, among some of his other publications, um, where he has highlighted that Dominica is one of the very few islands in the Caribbean that has a surplus of water. Most of our neighbors have a deficit of water. And so the question has to be, what is the responsibility? Since we're talking about Dominica as a community, the community ownership of our waterways, which is the theme of this year's celebration of World Rivers Day, what is Dominica as a community doing to, to exercise its rights, its privileges, and its responsibility to take care of that abundance of water so that we can continue to meet the needs of Dominica, but not only Dominica. Our waters in Dominica should be able to meet the deficit in Antigua, the deficit in Anguilla, the deficit in St. Kitts Nevis, and so on. So, so the water in Dominica, if we can think of it as a regional resource, um, we, we really would have to understand that we have a really huge responsibility to, to preserve that. Most of the water in Dominica is surface flow in the sense that it's not in a well that we have to pump it from underground. Some of it springs up, but most of our water is surface flow, which means that our behaviors can seriously impact the quality of the water. Anything that we throw away and we don't dispose of it properly, you end up in our waterways and can eventually affect the quality of our water and everything else that happens with it, our fish, our marine life, and so on. I would like water, to, 
I would like to jump in here. Mm. You know, we were asking, Margot can tell you that one of the projects we have done is plant trees in collaboration with forestry, but we need to do more than planting trees. Okay, so that is where the adoption comes. If we really well, that Coffee, can, can, can you can you hold that thought for a minute? Because I was I was I, I was going to come to that as to what we can yeah. do. Okay, because right. I was I was talking about the pollution of our waterways, and where and, and Dr. David talked about waterborne diseases such as cholera, diarrhea, um, parasitic dysentery, typhoid and other gastrointestinal diseases. And clean water has really an impact on, on the sanitary household. We use it for, for sanitation and stuff. It, it lowers the mortality rate in children, especially under the age of five years old. Um, the time that we would take going to fetch water from, because as water becomes polluted, we have to go further and further away to get clean water. Imagine there are some places where they walk for hours to get water. That time we could spend working on our farms, sending our children to school, and all of those activities that can replace our water fetching activity. And so that is how it really becomes important that we're not preserving the river for the sake of preserving the river. I have been in discussions where we talk about doing proper environmental assessments and see how a project will affect a river. And somebody says, but it's just some crabs and some tululu and things that use in the river. But you, you want to sacrifice that for the sake of building a road or building a school or, or that sort of thing. And we, we have to really understand that it's more than just that. It affects our wives go to the, go to the hospital, gets pregnant, and they give birth to a child, a healthy baby is so dependent on the fact that we preserve the river in the community. Our, our children get educated because they don't have to go to carry water. So it's more than just saying, well, oh, it's an environmental thing. You guys have your philosophy. You're happy, you know, but I have to build a school. I have to build a road. So, so Father Coffee, I'm going to come back to you. And are you, most times, one of the more popular ideas we hear is to, be, is to plant trees on the river bank to preserve the river. But you were saying that what is required from us is much more than just planting a tree on the river bank. Take it from there. Yeah. Well, I, I mentioned Margo. Uh -huh. Again, we have worked with forestry and we have planted trees all over the place. Right. And to get people to take care of those plants in, in their community, the Nada. Okay. So I admire Mr. Williams who want to do some planting on Sunday. But we need to do more than that. Mm -hmm. We want to do more than that than just planting and turn our backs. You know, we need to get people to see we planted six trees and I will make sure those six trees are productive. Otherwise, well, we have been doing that for years. For years, we worked with, with forestry and plant trees all over the place. But it's an attitude, it's a mindset we need to, to a transformation. Yeah. Tell us about tell us about the two organizations that you 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 work with. Wave is one, and there's an, an organization you call Three Hours. What 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 is that? Well, it's the same thing uh, to, to rescue river and restore. You know, basically rescue rivers is, and restore. Restore, okay. yeah. So that's the three yeah, hours. That's what it is, and of course, you know, wave, wave mm -hmm. thing. 
But we've, again, we've, we've been collaborating with TDN on a number of projects. I think a majority of our audience is familiar with WAVE. Um, why to Kubuli advocate for a viable environment, WAVE. And so, you know, uh, Father Coffee, we, we thank you for, for all that you've done and all that you continue to do. Bill, tell us about the activity, William, tell us about the activity that you have coming up um, for, for World Rivers Day. Is your mic muted, William? I think your mic is muted. Uh, okay, I think it's, it's, it's back on now. Yeah. Um, I was saying that before I, I, I go into into sharing information on, on Sunday's event, I just wanted to share with you some of our concerns. One mm -hmm. of the challenges that we've had the years is that um, the river, the Indian River in particular, which is the river that we are focusing on, has been under significant threat, both natural and man-made threats. Um, we have issues, we have been having issues and still continue to have issues with um, the whole question of, of pollution, um, solid and liquid waste pollution. We have been having issues with, um, with land ownership. Um, most of the land along the, the river, um, the river are owned by private owners. And you really have no control over what the private landowners do with their land. Mm -hmm. But we can work with them to, to, to get them to buy into the whole idea about preserving the river, um, the banks of the river, um, for the long term. And I think that we are getting there to a certain extent. Hence the reason why um, you have to be careful, you have to be mindful of how you approach landowners if you want to get something done. This year, for example, we've been able for this year's event, we've been able to get some of the major landowners to um, commit to working with us. And by so much of the major landowners along the um, the Indian River um, slash Langley Wetlands to work with us. And um, they are going to be participating in, in, in the in, in Sunday's event in terms of the cleanup and in terms of the tree planting. And we are hoping that they will continue on that on, on, on that um, on that um, path. You know, um, the tour guides themselves recognize the importance of preserving the waterway. Uh, um, the, the, uh, they are concerned about the, the water quality. We have we have had issues, as I mentioned earlier on, with the, the um, solid waste and the liquid waste, and also the use of chemicals up river. And we're hoping that um, as we go along, that we can continue to educate and, and get buy-in from the farmers who who um who operate the farms upstream and so on, you know, um, so that they will recognize that there's need for them to, 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 to use more environmentally friendly um, agro, agricultural input and so on. But that's good. That's, that's, that's long term. Those things will happen overnight, you know. Um, so on this event, now back to so on this event, now for so on this event, we have two major activities. One is planting, and we have gotten, we have always, Every time we approach forestry, they've always been very rich. And so we're getting um, quite a bit of support from them. The Northern crew will be supporting us on Sunday. As a matter of fact, we're doing a, we're doing a side visit tomorrow at the Indian River to determine where um, we're going to be doing planting and what types of plants that we um, will be using. You know, so we're doing a side visit forestry tomorrow um, at the Indian River in preparation for Sunday. 
in terms of the cleanup, we have gotten some support and commitment from the Post of Town Council who providing the truck and um, equipment, tools and so on to help us with the cleanup. And some of the, some of the, the, the staff will also um, come in to assist. The mayor herself have already committed to being there on Sunday and to being involved on Sunday. We have gotten commitment and support from some private um, businesses. We are still in the process of negotiation what they will be able to provide, so I will not mention their names at that point. And um, we have also gotten some support from, from the Solid Waste Management Corporation. And we are also still in the process of deciding of, of negotiating them what they will be able to provide. I mean, it sounds like it's um, short um, time. I, 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 you know, that is the event is just a couple of days away. But, um, you know, we, because we have already been in contact with them, I think that we are well ahead of, um, of getting things done. So on um, Sunday, what time and where? Yeah, I, I, I'm going to get to that. I was just telling you, so we have also gotten commitment from the PAL rep, the Honorable Ian Douglas, and we've gotten some commitment from some members and of, of the Postmark Rotary Club um, who said that they will come in individually to provide support. You know, um, We have been spreading the word and we're hoping that we will have a significant number of people out um, to support on Sunday, but we want we want to take this beyond Sunday. We're hoping that this will be something that will be more long term, because we're hoping that um, the groups that are directly involved, the groups that are direct are direct beneficiaries, will show greater interest and will commit to to as Doc, um, Father Coffee has been saying, adopt the river you know, um, for the long for the long run. Um, the event on Sunday will be from 8 to 1, from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. I think that the morning, the mornings are much easier, much better. The weather conditions are usually much better on the take, um, those kinds of activities. And the afternoon is much hotter being on the West Coast, you know. So we'll be from, Where will you be, be from gathering? 8, it will be from 8 to 1. We'll be gathered. We'll be, we, we, will, we will meet. Everyone will meet at the at the Indian River Reception Center area. And the guys, the tour guys, will use their boats to take people up the river. And some persons who prefer to walk will walk the trail to go up the river. OK. And then, and so, so that's the cleanup. And where will they be planting the tree? Along the river. The, the trees will be planted along the river bank. We have a serious problem with um, fell trees along the river bank. and. Um, some of it is due to natural phenomena like hurricanes and so on. Some of it is due to, um, well, wave action from 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 boats. Also, although that itself has is no longer a major issue, but you know over the years we've had um, some fallen trees. And recently we've had we've had some fallen trees closer to the to the bridge. So we're looking to we're looking to replant some trees. We're hoping that those trees are able to survive. Um, we'll be monitoring that. Um, we have agreed that we will put a monitoring system in place to monitor the growth of these trees, and um, we're hoping that we can continue working with the northern um, team from the forestry division to help us with the monitoring. Okay. 
So great. Um, and I wish you, I wish and the, you the other thing to, before, before I even go further, and before I, I, I end, um, we recognize the importance of, of, of the water quality and um, in the area. And as, as Dr. Camille David said, Ali did earlier on, the whole question of, of um, waterborne disease and so on is something that we are concerned about because although the water is not advisable to drink the water at, um, within the tour area, People sometimes want to dip into the water. They want to jump into the water. Some tourists want to jump into the water. So we have to make sure that the quality of water that people live in or, or wading or swimming is is good enough and will not cause any 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 injury to them. So we're looking at we're looking at at, at working with we're looking at we we I would like to get support even from Dr. David's organization to undertake some water quality um, tests. And you know to determine what level of pathogens and other um, um, stuff is there in the water that would that could cause harm to somebody. You know, right? So, so, so because a lot of the I want to go to I want to go to Dr. David for a minute. Um, Dr. David, we we hear the challenges, and some of them come from the fact that the land next to the river are, are privately owned. Um, is there a need for for some regulations or change in laws, or is it normal that um, that land is privately owned and therefore you have very little control of what happens on that land? Is there, is, is, is there in your experience, do, does there need to be a change where maybe there is a buffer? Um, even if, I know like I worked in the water company for a while, and if we run a pipeline through your land, it's still your land but we have an easement that is maybe six feet on either side where you can you have you have limited um control as to what you can do in that zone because there's a water pipeline that's going on for the benefit of the entire community running on your land is there something similar that that could happen um in in water areas such as the indian river where even if it's your private land you are limited as to what you can, whether you can cut the trees, um, what you can do within a certain buffer zone of the riverbank. I, I, your, just, just your, your expertise, your experience. Well, I mean, the, the, the quick answer is yes, absolutely. I mean, there should be a national land use policy. Um, uh, and obviously, there should be regulations in place for protecting these water courses. Right. Um, the, the quality and the health of a river is tied to what happens not only in the, within the water course but on the banks so if if we have a lot of developments on the banks such as housing developments and, and in dominica you you know that we build right in right in the riverbed itself yeah i saw the government um, do the, a very housing right in the rosary river with very little regulation and, mm. and policies in place to really govern these processes um we cut, we cut, we 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 reduce the buffers. I mean, buffers are very important for preventing and minimizing the risks of erosion, uh, runoff, agrochemical discharges, uh, and I think it it, it stabilizes the the, the riverbanks. Uh, it's good habitats for various kinds of organisms. I mean, when we when we farm, for example, or when we we develop right onto the river's edge. We are really destabilizing the whole water system, the water cost system, and that compounds uh, the, the problem. I mean, 
what we saw, for example, in Kalihu in Kulibistri um, from the recent storms is uh, as a result of a, a combination of factors. So I think it is very, very important. And I think we are a very critical period where we have to go back to the drawing book or the drawing board, sorry, uh, and really assess and, uh, and put in place systems to really improve resource management. Um, the, the issue of private land ownership, I mean, um, there is very little control over what the state has on, on private uh, land use. But I think rivers uh, is, a, is a general natural resource that benefits um, the entire nation. And I think they ought to be, um, we, need, we, need, we need to really call, out, call this into question right now and to really address this in a more system, systematic um, way to, to so, really safeguard um, uh, our water courses. So is it, that, is it that we have the regulations and it's not enforced or is there a need to actually put regulations in place? Yeah, I mean, there, there is regulations, for example, in the water catchment, there are what things that are permissible and what, are not, what is not permissible, like deforestation, maintenance of buffers, all of that. Uh, different kinds of logging uh, and the, the 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 impact that it has. So so these are on the books, but enforcement I think is weak. Um, there is there is need for education. There is need for empowering um, um, local communities and all all stakeholders to 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 really. Um, I don't think it's what is something that can be approached from from one direction. It's supposed to be a, a kind of a multi-directional approach in terms of how we um, approach this this very very. Um, difficult problem, um, especially in Dominica, where we have multiple multiple patches of, of, of land right next to the river with everybody doing what he or she wants on, on, their, on, on, their the, on the river. And cumulatively, that impacts um, and that cascades into a number of problems for, 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 for people lower down in the water. In, in the water. But, but I think the reflective question that I want to ask is, can we imagine if our waters were so degraded that we had to spend so much of monies or uh, financial resources to really improve the quality of the water. I mean, that would be very, very expensive. And that would bite into a number of different uses of monies that otherwise could be used for other development activities. That's it, we, we, we are still at a stage where we can save and we can protect and we can, we, we can halt these practices. But if we don't take action today, I think we are going. We we, we are rapidly losing many many aspects of, of that fight, and I think it's time that we raise that that profile on on a national level, uh, um, from from legislative changes to, to to programs to empowerment to to to, to budgets to, to to implementation of watershed management plans and all of that as a holistic approach for water cost management in Dominica. And. and uh, uh a simple question I ask, you know, in people, do you feel comfortable drinking the water in your community river or your river waterway in your community? A simple question. Right. Now you spoke about laws and legislation. Actually, there are no laws protecting our water system in Dominica, except in Czech Hall, where the Dawasco tankies and they provide water from as far as Sofia to uh, may run beyond. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah, you know what? None of our waters are 
and there's no department. Yes, forestry have some control, but there's no department in the government that's responsible for the river. Planning is responsible for the land, forestry for something else, you know, and that is where we have an issue. We go about legislation. Yes, we really need serious. There's need for serious legislation. Yeah, I, I can I can share a little experience that I had because um, I work in construction and and a few years ago we were doing a water treatment plant, extracting water from the river and treating it for drinking water. And in America, in in Massachusetts. Oh, okay. And one of the things that we had to do the area on the riverbank where we were going to put the intake we had to create an equivalent area on another area of the river to replace that wetland that we were affecting. That is one. Uh, two, over time, while you, were, while you were constructing, there was some sedimentation that went into one section of the wetland. There, there was, there's a conservation organization, a community group on, of conservationists that would come to visit our project every two weeks. And on one of the visits, they realized that we had some sediments runoff into that area. We had to hire a vacuum truck to come out and to vacuum all of the soil that had eroded into that area. That's how seriously the community mm. ownership of that waterway was. It cost tens of thousands of dollars to do it, but we had no choice. We had to do it. We had to bring a vacuum truck come and be there for like four days and just vacuuming out all of the soil that had, that had run off into that wetland area until they were happy and gave our blessing that we had restored it sufficiently to where it would not affect whatever was going on in that area. And so that I just say that as an example of what community mm -hmm. ownership yeah. of, a, of a river can involve, where if there's a project going on, that is relatively close to the river. And we were extracting water to the water treatment plant to supply drinking water to that community. But yet still they were there monitoring religiously every other week what we were doing. We had to send them reports and everything. That is an example of community ownership mm. of, of a waterway. And they were fully supported by the, 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 the laws that established them and, and all of those things. And so how do we move forward? Um, we have WAVE, we have three hours, we have a number of organizations in the Portsmouth area and in some of the areas where people directly benefit from the waterways. We have Doasco, who um, extracts water from, from multiple rivers all around Dominica for, for drinking. How do we bring those stakeholders together and form a coherent and effective group or a grouping of us that can impact um, what's happening for our rivers in a positive way. Um, William, I could go to you first with that question. Um, if you thought about it because you've worked around it for a number of years, I'm sure you have ideas. Um, how, do we, how do we move forward to have a better outcome with what's happening for our rivers? If you're speaking, you're muted. There you go. Muted again.
I think we need to encourage the powers that be to legislate laws that will protect the waterways. Um, not just the, the tow area in our case. In our case, our, our area of interest is the tow area of the Indian River. But to protect the, uh, the waterways in general from the source to the sea. Um, because the quality of water at the lower level near the ocean is as important as the quality of water from the source. Because usually the, 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 the water from the source is the water that we use, we generally use for drinking and for other domestic use. Whereas lower, the lower, the, in our case at the Indian River, the lower um, part of the river or the tall area of the river is for recreation. Um, but can you imagine um, a group of tourists going up the river and getting, getting affected with some waterborne disease? How that could change the whole dynamics of the business that the tour guides and the community in general benefits from? You know, so it's important, um, I think, for, for legislation to be looked at at the government level. And um, at the community level, I think that, that there's need for the community to come together and to advocate and to lobby um, the, 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 the government to, to ensure that the necessary laws are put in place and that um, ongoing monitoring of the, of the rivers um, is undertaken to ensure the, that the, the, the rivers themselves are, are, are not um, being um, overly um, destroyed. I'm, I mean, I'm not an expert, but but I, I know that um, I, I can see the community the impacts of man's action, of all action on the rivers. I mean, you can see it. I mean, they, they, for example, they, there are some persons who feel that it's necessary to reclaim some of the lands at the wetlands area for the for, for their own personal for their personal development. Um, some of them did, did, had not recognized earlier on that their actions would in fact af affect the natural habitat um, where fish is being spawned and so on, you know. And now that they are recognizing that, they are, they are willing to, to come on board. But I mean, coming on board is not going to happen overnight, you know, because people feel that it's their property and they have a right to, to do what they want with their property. But I think that with constant education, again, public education is very important to get them to understand the, the negative impact that their actions are having on the waterways. I mean, the farmers who are using chemicals um, upstream for the farms, they need to understand that that's, those chemicals trickle down into the, into, into, the, into, the, into the water source. It could affect areas where people sometimes go to swim. It could affect areas where um, we are doing the tours. It could affect the sea. It, it will, in fact, affect the sea because all that goes into the sea, into the, in, and it affects the, um, the, the, the sea along the, along, along the shores, you know, the, the waters along the shores. I mean, I know that, is, that there, are six, there are serious problems in Guadeloupe and Martinique now with something called Claudiform. I think probably Dr. Camille David might be able to speak to that. But it's a serious issue and it's having serious health issues with the, the, um, the Guadalupe and the Matlican people. We, don't do, we would not like to get to that level, you know? And so I think it's important that legislation be put in, in place to protect 
um, the waterways of Dominica, not just of the Indian River, but the other waterways. All, all I, mean, the water. in, I know they are, are significant. In, in our area, for example, there are around 13, 13 waterways in, 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 in the Possum area. I mean, the most significant ones are the Indian River and the Picard River. Picard, right. But there are mm -hmm. waterways, including ravines, streams, and of course, um, the Picard and, and Indian River. You know, and there's one that runs through um, Secret Bay, which is a very a six-star hotel resort, mm -hmm. you know? Right. So we need to we need to protect these waterways. I mean, because it's part of it's part of our natural heritage, and it is one of the things, one of the attractions that bring tourists to Dominica. I mean, you all have spoken about the importance of, of, of drinking water, and I believe that um we have the capacity in Dominica to export a lot of water, um, bulk as well as drinking water. Um, but that is for the people at Dawasco, I think, mm -hmm. to deal with. Our, our concern is about um, the Indian River, and, and that's where the focus for me is. Um, if we could right. get more people to, if we could, if we could get more people to buy into the whole idea of not dumping their waste, their, 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 their engine oils, not dumping their um, kitchen oils, not dumping... Um, even when people paint, they dump their, 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 um, their, 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 their paint water, the water they used to wash the um, paint paint tools, brushes. the, the, uh -huh. the mm -hmm. into the drains. The drains flow into the main drain that flows into the Indian River. And that itself is, is also another issue. So I think basically... Um, to get people to buy in is, is, is very important for, for me um, because I believe that once people buy in, they will have a greater appreciation, a greater appreciation for the waterways and they will also have a greater, they'll have more respect for the natural environment, not just for words, waterways, they, but for water. Yeah, in other words, they'll take more ownership of the river. Um, yes, I mean, exactly. Father Coffey, let, let, me, let me go to you quickly because I, I know with all the work that you do in the rivers, You've, you've come across some industrial action that's going on on the riverbanks, um, whether it's concrete plants or, or, or mining of, of rocks from the rivers or some other activity. Um, when the organizations that you're involved with try to bring attention to that, how, how receptive has the authorities been um, in, in helping you guys, helping your organizations to, to guard and watchdog those kind of activities? Well, <clears throat> I must say the people respond, eh? they win, but I mean, as I've been saying, for example, this summer, I miss the, the summer choir, the children playing in the river. You know, it's a couple of years now, you know, that have just disappeared, you know, but when you have free companies, so have overtaken the area and we have no direct access to, to the river. Which river are we talking about there? Belfast River. Belfast river. I live just above it. Mm -hmm. Talking about rivers, we have major works going on in the Roseau or the Queen River. And they barely consulted forestry. All they consulted forestry is about the kind of plant that's in the river that they were about to remove but there's no systematic planning or the, the project. Forestry didn't have any idea what was going on, where they were beginning, where they were ending, you know, and the whole replanting of the area. So 
it's frustrating, but we cannot give up. Cannot give up. We cannot give up. Because this Sunday, I'm bringing a number of youth groups together. And the girl guys will be using a light baby ribbons. Again, because they have a campaign about stop the abuse. Not only human abuse, but also the abuse of our environment as well. So I'm really looking forward to our celebration on Sunday. You know, Tell I, us a little I, more about that. Where is that celebration taking place? What time and things like that? Well, in Layu, they begin on Friday with 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 a, a sandy beach activity. Then on Saturday from nine o'clock in the morning, people will be diving in the river. They'll be cleaning about a mile of the Layu River from nine o'clock. Then from six again, there are some CO. From six, then on Sunday, nine o'clock in the morning, we have a church service with uniform groups from all over the place. Then at the end of that, the Maho Scout Troops and the Dominica Cadet Corps will be leading the procession onto the, the Layo River, you know, where they will have a family fun day. Oh, there'll be a, yeah. like a picnic, like a big family picnic right, day yeah. at the Layo River. Yeah. But I, I encourage people to work not on the Sunday because Sunday, you know, you see it's a day of worship and so on. Right. Mm -hmm. So we do tree planting. Well, all we have been doing that all during the week. Mm -hmm. you know, people have been try planting. People have been cleaning, you know, for the whole month. Every Saturday morning, unfortunately, for this past week, we had rain. But the guys still went out. We had some boats for Erica and Mario. People put the boats on the shore and walked away. So eventually, the young people in... Layu, they had to move that, you know, we're afraid to go to court if they don't take their responsibility. So, you know, you, you give people Sundays a day to relax and so on. So we encourage people to do that outside. But that has been my experience. If it's okay. another day besides Sunday, you know, they like want to dirty their shoe and do their planting. Okay, so we, we, we encourage people to, to check out those activities in Layu. There's also activity in Portsmouth. Um, we'll put the flyer up again. There is some activity going on at Hampstead River on mm -hmm. Sunday. Um, I think it's from 8 in the morning from 8 to 12. Um, there's some activity going on at the Hampstead River. Um, some some cleanup and some enjoyment of, of the river. Unfortunately, they are launching the Creole Festival on Saturday as well. So yeah, major you know, and they, they, they advertise it that it is free. You know, you tell people come. Mm -hmm. Everything will be free for for their launching. You know, mm -hmm. so right? You have to be realistic and know that is going to impact. You know, participation in our activities. Yeah, certainly. The, the, we are approaching the end of of the time that we have together. Um, but we've, we've heard about tree planting, we've heard about cleanups. What, what are some of the other activities that um, can be done to help to re restore or to reclaim some of the damage that's been done to, to our waterways? Um, does anything come up um, in your experience? What are some of the projects that maybe you have, you have participated in? Well, I mean, to, to answer your question, I think when looking at water, water costs and waterways, we, we need to get a, a wider appreciation of watersheds, 
Right. Uh, basically, a watershed is, is is a total land area that receives the rain that falls on it, and and over vast periods of times, hundreds of years, tens of hundreds, these processes will fall into some sort of dynamic equilibrium and allow percolation and and and, and be, owing to our, our bedrock, um, the water filters down and it's released into the in, into into the channels into the rivers right so it's 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 a lot of processes so there are process based interventions that can really restore um the the, the quality uh, or revive our rivers so that involves like um, obviously reforestation programs improving soil i mean when you wash away the soil it, it diminishes the capacity of the soil to really filter and remove the pollutants or uh, if you have exposed bedrock uh, and so there are process-based interventions. I think from some of the work that we have done, we have developed watershed management plans. I think that has to be taken seriously on a national level to really improve and bring a more holistic approach to, 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 to the management of, of, of the water costs. I, I, in fact, what we are seeing very lower down as Bill was, um, Mark Lawrence was indicating is just symptoms of what happens in the upper, in the upper catchment regions of the, of the watershed. And so having a, a, a wider appreciation, um, a reach-to-reef approach, as I call it, um, I think that is very, very critical in, 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 in going forward. And there are, a number of, there are a number of practices in Dominica, road construction in, in, the, in the upper regions of the watershed, you know, post-septic systems of households, all of that can, mm -hmm. can, can release the, um, various discharges into the water costs over, over periods of time. So, so, and I think the chunk that is really missing is, is data. We don't have any data. I mean, how much more water was flowing in the Indian River in 1960 than today? Nobody knows. I mean, I mean I, I, I'm not even sure. Or from one decade to another, how much water are we losing? So all of this to make decisions, not at the top of our heads, but to make informed decisions. We need data. We, 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 we need to be able to, 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 to have an idea as to what impact a, a specific intervention or quantify the impact of a of a specific intervention and to know where we are going. That's the only way we can we can really know if we our interventions uh, are meaningful. So I think there, there is a number of things that we can do. There's a number of bad practices that are still um, inherent in, in a lot of the of the of of of, 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 of our way of life. Uh, we need to change that. We need to win hearts and minds uh, and to really I mean that that's a long-term process, but we should not give up. One or two, I mean, they can. That could have a multiplying effect, spreading the message around. But I think starting with the schools, having um, these kinds of awareness programs in school, and and, and having these more structured learning programs uh, surrounding water cost management, I think will will go a long way in changing the next generation to to make them more 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 responsible in terms of how the resources managed. So so I mean, there are millions of, millions of ideas, but we have to be practical as to what can work within 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 what context. Um, and so I, I think that that's where I would start. All right. So you talk about the education, you talk about data collection, which is very important. Um, and, and really not just recognizing that it, what, when we talk about preservation of river, we're not just talking about the narrow river bank. We have to define the watershed and, and, and see what other activities are taking place in the watershed and make sure that any development is at least friendly to our to our river. Uh, I'm going to go back down from the pile of coffee to to William. 
just give you a, a closing remarks um, because we, we're flat out of time. So Father Coffee, you can reiterate what's happening on the weekend and any other um, areas that you wanted to mention that I didn't get a chance to ask you. Your mic. Hi. Okay, um, okay well, can you hear me? Yes, yeah. I can hear Go ahead, Margo. Okay, in, in closing, I just want to, 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 to support what um, Camille said earlier regarding the need for data collection. That, I think that's very important because that will help to guide how we approach the future um, development and protection of, of, of our waterways. Um, I think legislation is important and um, I think continued, continued um, lobby with the authorities and continued advocacy um, non-political advocacy would help to strengthen um, the resolve, um, especially in regards to protecting our waterways. And um, also, I think the, the, the need for, for um, greater community develop involvement. How do we get more people involved? You know, um, how do we use the current organizations that are existing to mobilize more people to get them involved? to let them understand that this is part of our life. Water is part of our life. The rivers are part of, of our lives and we need to protect them. And um, I think that's, that's, that's the, way, the way to go. With respect to Sunday, we want to call out on as many people as possible to come out and support our cleanup campaign and our tree planting um, activity at the Indian River. I think this is one way that we can set the pace for future things to happen regarding um, the protection and preservation of our waterways in Dominica. We hope that we can use Sunday's activity to mobilize other communities around Dominica to follow suit. And so with those last few words, I just want to say thank you for being on your program tonight. I hope that my contribution would have um, gathered some interest. And um, I'm hoping that um, in the future, we can have more such um, conversations that will help to to, uh, that will help to mobilize people and that will help to encourage more people to come out and support um, the need for protection of our waterways. Thank you. Thank you very much, um, William. And I really, really appreciate you taking the time. I know you had another engagement plan, but you, you made it. And for that, I'm extremely appreciative and um, good luck. And on the event that you're having, not only this weekend, but as you continue, to build sensitivity to the to the riverways that's in your community. Father Coffee, we, we I thought to... Mago was going to say something. Mag, Mago oh. is not. Um, yeah, mm. she's not on the panel. Okay, call? okay. I just want to say uh -huh. thank you. I thought this program was very informative. You know, I feel very encouraged. You know, it's an ongoing process, and. There are a lot of communities I know who are involved in this weekend's activity. They mightn't come to Layu, but I know there are a number of communities all over the island, who Grand Bay, you, you, you know, for example, you know, the youth are involved in, in there. You know, in the East, there are also groups involved. You know, and no point of blowing trumpet, but people are working, I think, World Rivers Day is getting recognition. It's a, as I said, it's the 17th anniversary of the United Nations. And we as Dominicans as the government, 
what we need to keep saying that all the time, we need to ratify as a people, as a government, ratify World Rivers Day. Unless that is done, all what we talk about legislation and what have you will not happen. If we say we are part of the United Nations, we need to, and every time you hear me speak, I will say that. Again, we say non-political, but we cannot avoid politics. You cannot you know? avoid politics. At no, all. you cannot. We should not be afraid to, to think. You know, God forbid that we would have another Mario, but sometimes I say I would want to see the people react for after a storm like that, what they will do, you know, when push comes to solve and they have to go through the yards of these companies who have overtaken our Belfast River. So thanks again. And we don't have to wait for World Rivers Day to have a discussion like this. Okay, that needs to be an ongoing discussion. Okay, so thank so, you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much, Father Coffee. Dr. David, I do know if you have any final words. Yeah, I mean, I want to implore that, you know, every Dominican become a steward of our natural resources. I think these are the assets that we are blessed with. I mean, this is um, this is critical to who we are. Um, it's also um, what will drive our economies for the foreseeable future, these natural resources. So if we, if we, if we you know, do not pay attention and if we disregard um, a lot of, 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 our, of our natural um, resources, obviously we are imperiling our, our own existence. So it's a, it's a process and I, I really, really would want to see um, a greater appetite for, for that kind of of stewardship, that kind of of, of adopting uh, rivers, and and to make a difference in in your community. I mean, if everybody make a difference in his or her community, I think overall the overall impact and the overall awareness that we can build on, on a national level will will significantly um, bring that to the forefront uh, and perhaps you know take it into 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 bigger realms. So thank you again for being on the show, and 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 we should not stop that discussion. Um, tonight i think that has to be an ongoing process of education uh, and an ongoing process to really get everybody mobilized into 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 being good stewards so thank you and i'm really really grateful and honored to have been part of that discussion thank you so much thank i learned so much tonight so thank you so much um dr david thank you william mclaren father coffee um world rivers day is on sunday i encourage everybody to find out what, what planned activity is happening close to you and participate. And if there's nothing close to you, at least go to the river and take a river bath. Um, enjoy some of the benefits of having a water close to you that you can actually step in. Um, although I saw Margot put a comment uh, when Father Coffee asked, would you drink the water that's flowing in your community? She said she would not step in it far less to drink it. Mm -hmm. um, but but if she goes a little bit further upstream, I dare say she may find the water um, acceptable to to at his bathing. So so let's be thankful for that. And and by being thankful, we show gratefulness and appreciation by preserving and taking care of of what we have. Let us educate ourselves about our rivers, about our water. Um, Dr. David gave a little bit of example of how we came to, how we come to have so many rivers that take that, and appreciation that is not something that happened because rain fell last week and, and it comes out in the river. He said it's something that happened over, over the centuries where it created that dynamic equilibrium 
and, and it rains and you have rivers and, and so on. And let's, let's educate ourselves. Why does Dominica have so many rivers? How is that associated to our mountains, our types of rock? Let, let's, let's educate ourselves because I think the more we know is the more we will appreciate how much it took to give us the amount of water and the quality of water that we have. There is a book I would like to recommend. It's called Deluge, D-E-L-U-G-E, -E, by uh, Mr. Um, Alan Williams. I encourage you to get a copy. It's a book written about Dominica, the abundance of water that Dominica has. It has a lot of education in there, and it encourages the, the use of the water for the benefit of the region. Um, and there are other books as well. And that's just the one I'm familiar with. But I encourage everybody to learn as much as possible. Get I have my copy. I have, you have a, a copy. You have a copy of the yeah. Yes, it is, it, it, it is chock full of information. So educate yourself, learn about it. But most of all, right now, because we're looking at commemorating World Rivers Day, I wish you an enjoyable Sunday, the 25th of September. I say thank you to Father Coffee and William and Dr. David and Margo and all the members of WAVE who are continuously, continuously advocating for the preservation of our waterways. Let us, let us help them and let us take ownership of them. Let us benefit from them. Let us recognize what's our responsibilities towards them and, and to make sure that we can hand healthy waterways to our grandchildren the same way our grandparents was able to hand it off to us. And we enjoyed it as, as young people. Let us preserve that. So I want to say good night to everybody. Good night to my okay. guests, wherever it is that you were listening to. Um, I, I, I want to encourage you to learn a little bit more about the river. Every the last Sunday in September, every year is World Rivers Day. We heard Father Coffey said that Dominica needs to ratify that. And I guess the reason for saying that is because it comes with a lot of commitments and obligations that has to be met if we ratify World Rivers Day. So let us push to, to, to do that. So listeners, I want to say good evening to you. And um, I will see you next week, Wednesday. There is um, a lot of activity going on around Kalinago. Um, I think it's Kalinago week, but they basically have been having activities all month. And so we're trying to put together a program to focus on our people. Uh, I know they don't call themselves the Caribs anymore. They, they refer to themselves as the Kalinago, which is more, uh, I guess, appropriate and identifying with their heritage. Um, but they are the folks after whom the region is named, the Caribbean. And so let's, let's help them celebrate their culture. Let's help them celebrate their, their heritage. Take a trip to the Carib territory there are a number of activities going on. And we're looking to see if we can bring you some of that um, to share that with you next week, Wednesday, um, as, we, as we do another episode of this weekend interview. Um, most of the folks on there have mentioned them, so I want to thank you listeners and viewers for participating and for the, for the full interaction that we've had. Share the word and let everybody know that Sunday is World Rivers Day in Dominica and around the world with a theme that says community ownership of our waterways. So let's take ownership, let's adopt the river, let's enjoy the river, and let's commit to protecting a river. Good Thank night. you, Anthony. You did a fantastic job. Thank you so um, much, Father Coffee. I'm traveling to the Carib territory tomorrow, the Kalinago territory tomorrow afternoon. 
to join okay. them in, in an activity. Yes, well. they, they have a full set of activities going on and very interesting program. I will, I will um, put, the, they have a flyer with the list of activities I'll post it. And um, we're hoping to have some members of the committee join us next Wednesday for the program. So good night, everybody, and have a great weekend. All success with activities for World Rivers Day. Okay. Yeah, good night. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you.